The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. Today's edition of Top of the Stretch features one of the new members of the board of directors of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association, newly elected to her position on the board, Dr. Lori Gallatin of the Delaware County area. Lori, welcome to today's edition of Top of the Stretch. Glad to be with you, Roger. Uh, to get things started uh, with it, uh, I will start off by just uh, asking you a rather easy question. How did you become involved in harness racing? I actually became involved um, through one of my neighbors, uh, Tim and Corinne Lane. I was doing reproductive work for them um, back when I worked at Ohio State, and then I actually owned my, or half owned my first racehorse with Tim. Do you remember the name of that first racehorse? I sure do. Her name is Restless Again, uh, also known as Moped. And she's a little Dragon Again mare that we raced for a year or two and retired her, and now she's a riding horse. Now, have you had other horses uh, that you've owned and raced? I've had yearlings that I've sold and have gone on and raced, but I don't have any that are currently racing now. Okay. Uh, What are your thoughts on the current state of harness racing? I do a lot more of my work on the breeding side. So I'm more involved with producing the racehorses of tomorrow And I see a lot of the smaller breeders like myself are kind of downsizing or maybe even um, getting out of the industry. Does that concern you? I always thought that harness racing was uh, more of a, you know, family-operated, owned-and-operated type of um, horse racing. So, yes, it's concerning. What can be done to improve harness racing? I'd like to see some of the standard breds when they're done racing uh, move on and have other careers. A lot of people don't realize how versatile the standard bred is. They've seen a lot and done a lot in their racing career, so they're really good at, you know, being riding horses, whether it be trail riding or competing. A lot of these guys can jump. Um, They can do western work. So it would be nice to see more of them go on and do stuff like that than than end up, um, you know, at the Amish or or wherever else they end up at. Just how did you become involved uh, with the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association? I actually learned about it um, through another friend who uh, breeds standard breads, and she had told me to register my babies for the awards. And that started it all. Uh, this, I'm sure everybody has a, a favorite memory, but uh, let's just try to keep this one to harness racing. Do you have a favorite memory of harness racing? This is going to sound silly, but my son and I went to our first Little Brown Jug the year that Fear the Dragon and Down by the Seaside raced. So that was pretty exciting for us. Personally, uh, tell us about your family. I uh, live in Maryville. I work um, out of 
Dr. Henson's old practice in Sunbury Countryside Vet Center. I'm married and I have one son who is also into horses. And aside from selling a couple of yearlings, um, each year we raise and show Clydesdales. Clydesdales. Now, I yes. know Clydesdales and standard breads, they're all horses, but is there a difference between the two except for the size? There's quite a difference. Um, the maintenance <laughs> of the Clydesdales is quite a bit more than the standard breads. Are they easy to be around? The Clydesdales are extremely easy to be around. They're truly gentle giants. I have um, two stallions of my own. Uh, one of them is 18-3, and he thinks he's a puppy. Do you have any outside hobbies or interests in your life? I'd like to say that I get to do other things other than play with horses, but it's pretty much all horses all the time for us. Your occupation. How did you become a veterinarian, and what did you go through to, to have a practice? I did a, a lot of schooling. I actually got my Bachelor of Science uh, degree at the University of Finley, but before that I had done an Associate of Applied Science at OSU ATI um, in their equine production uh, and management department. Um, I went to vet school in Kansas, and then I could have just gone on and practiced at that point, but I went on and did a one-year internship at Peterson Smith in Ocala, Florida, and then got my did my residency at Purdue University. So I'm um, board certified in large animal internal medicine. Oh, I say I worked at Ohio State for a couple of years and then started out on my own. Now your own practice, uh, where are you located, and how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can reach me at Countryside Vet Center, which is in Sunbury. Um, we have a Facebook page, uh, or you can call the phone number, um, 740-965-8111. Now, you also do some uh, work for Sugar Valley Farm, right? I do. I'm actually sitting in their driveway right now. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite memory of maybe uh, a foal that you've worked with uh, that has been raised there at Sugar Valley? I've, I've enjoyed all of the foals that have been there. I think my all-time favorite horse that I have worked with there was actually the Stallion Dragon again. I think he is my ultimate favorite horse. What made him your favorite horse, though? What did, what did you really like about him? Well, I didn't know him as a racehorse, even though I know he was very successful. Um, but as a Stallion, he was very kind and gentle, um, just very easy to work with, almost almost a gelding with testicles. He was now, just a great horse to, to be around. In most of the foaling, you know, uh, sometimes the veterinarian's there and sometimes the veterinarian's not there. Is there any particular incident uh, where you actually helped in the foaling process and, and that foal went on to be a, a standout harness horse? Well, at all of the foals at Sugar Valley, I do um, see usually when they're 12 to 24 hours old. Um, 
quite a few of them have actually come back in our broodmares. Um, Hula Shuffle would be one that I remember and I work with um, regularly now. Actually, I, I helped, I think she's on her second or third foal at this point. I think I helped produce her and then she went out and raced and then came back and is now a broodmare there. Well, Lori, we thank you for giving us a few minutes of your busy schedule because you've worked probably 18-hour days uh, more times than not. So thanks for being with us today on Top of the Stretch. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association.